Good morning and welcome to another Asia Gaming Brief podcast. Today, I'm going to be speaking with Haiten. He's a partner at Neomancer, which is an esports advisory and consulting company. We're going to be talking about a relatively new video game genre called Gashapon and why the real money gambling industry needs to know about it. Hi, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Felix. So I, I just wanted to maybe just quickly clarify, what is a Gashapon game? How is it different from a regular video game? How is it different from Social Casino? So Gashapon games uh, comes from the, you know, kind of the Gashapon machine, which is essentially a toy vending machine that vends a, a random toy uh, for a quarter or, you know, whatever currency you put in. You turn the dial and the toy pops up. Could be a gumball, could be candy, you know, could, could be a little toy, uh, could be a sticker, could, could be anything. And the digital manifestation of that is essentially games that have a loot box mechanic that is heavily based on RNG uh, with a num random number generator, uh, with odds involved. Customers would essentially pay a certain amount of money to get a gashapon ball or box where they can open. And inside this box would contain a variety of items that mm. could be very rare or it could be very common. Uh, obviously, the chances of getting something very rare are very low. Uh, but the uh, the way it's integrated with these games is that these will be items that can you know make you more powerful, that make you look better, gives you class, gives you you know kind of attraction. So it can be anything from cosmetic all the way to performance enhancing, depending mm. on the nature of the game. Uh, and it's you know become a really big motivating force in especially mobile games. Um, uh, is is there a difference just for clarification's sake? Is there a difference between a game that has loot boxes versus a game uh, like a Gashapon game? Are we talking about the one and one in the same thing here? Uh, I I guess there are subtle differences. If you it, for games to be considered a Gashapon game, it is extremely dependent on this mechanism, which means every mm. form, every advantage that you get in this game can be enhanced through this Gashapon mechanism. And so every time you're buying a loot box, it's equivalent to you know feeding a slot machine and 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 pulling the the lever and hoping that you get what you want. Okay. Okay. Understand. Okay. Uh, so. What's the significance for the gambling industry? Because we're obviously dealing with a different market here. We're dealing with different products that uh, they don't look like Ashapon games that that we see out there. So, what's the uh, what's the tie-in here? Why do we need? Why does the gambling industry need to know about Gashapon games right now? I think it's it's worth looking at what Gashapon is feeding, and the customers that are playing Gashapon games. Many of the customers uh, who play Gashapon games are not hardcore gamers. They are casual gamers. They are gamers that would normally, you know, play slots that would, you know, and at the same time, you know, could be playing um, uh, things like Candy Crush and stuff like that. Mm. And it's also a demographic that skews female rather than okay. the traditional video uh, game genre with it that, that has male. So interestingly, even when you start looking at some of the more, you know, kind of battle-based games, like, you know, Top War I mentioned earlier, Survival, uh, State of Survival, which is a zombie post-apocalyptic game, but they're both Gashapon games. Surprisingly, there are a lot of women on these games, more than what you would expect from mm. just a pure game in that genre. And it's the Gashapon element that, you know, I believe that drives that. And interestingly enough, that crosses with the gambling industry. You know, 
sure, it's not regulated. There are a lot of per, there are parameters that are different, but from the entertainment, from the user point of view, where the user is looking to be stimulated, to get excited, to be able to you know satisfy their you know gaming needs as well as their gambling chance needs. Gashapon mm. checks the boxes. So I think it's worth looking at. And I think the 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 the, the point I, I guess I, I'd like to make is that we're not looking at it as an industry. The gambling mm. industry is is not really looking at this as a threat because they say, oh, you know, look, it, it's a whole different genre. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't share the same dollar. But do we know that for a fact? Because mm. psychologically, they share the same gray spot you know if you draw that venn diagram there is an overlap there there Which is, is the, the chance element of chance exactly of that. the element of chance to pay off the ability to show off after that and some of these games even though the developers do go a certain amount of way to prevent a you know kind of an in-game economy there is in-game economy which means there is payout so if we're looking at the people that play these gashapon games are we are you saying we're also looking at the next generation of, uh, you know, people coming in through properties, playing playing on slot machines or whatever slot machines will look like in the future? Uh, are you saying that this is kind of that that next market, that untapped market? I think it's certainly an untapped market. I think it's a blind spot that that we should look at in terms of developing skill based slots. I think right now, if you look at a lot of skill based slots, it's essentially still slots, mm. but trying to integrate a game element into it, but arguably not doing a great job. I mean, some of the mix, the, the match tree games, you know, that's similar to Candy Crush stuff, that's great. But if you look at how Gashapon games have evolved over the last four to five years, they've moved away from that simple mechanic of match tree or, you know, um, spot the difference, you know, the, the, the really simple passive skills to something that's more elaborate. And those games have been really minting money. Uh, one of the top games right now uh, is uh, Genshin Impact, and it's a Gashapon game. This game in its first you know, several months of play has earned billions, and it's right now still making double-digit millions every month. Wow. And yeah. it's available on PlayStation, it's available on mobile, it's available on PC, and it's it's fully Gashapon mechanic. You know, you want to get a new character for nine ninety you know, for nine ninety-nine, you get ten rolls, and every time you roll, you may or may not get a character. They do mm. publish their odds and stuff, but it's an unregulated, you know, game in that essence. But it satisfies that need to wanna play take a chance, you know, take a bet. I'm, I'm placing a wager. I'm hoping I can get something cool. It gives you that rush when you do get something cool. And, you know, you can show it off to your friends. And, you know, so it, it does check a lot of the boxes. Mm. How much of that dollar is being taken away from gambling? I think the we don't know. And that's the part that worries me. Why do mm. we not know? You know, we should be studying that. And if we're trying to build the next generation of slot machines, why aren't we looking at this industry? And I think mm. one of the things that we talked about when we started exploring this topic is how you know companies like Aristocrat has started actually looking at this industry. Yeah, and right. That could be an interesting move because what we've done so far in skill-based slots is it's varying success. But if you look at some of these games, you know some of the companies that Aristocrat has bought, you know like one of the games that Aristocrat has bought. Um, 
Shadow Raids, uh, Raids, Raid, Shadow, Raid Legends. Shadow Legends. Yes, it, yes. It, it makes you know on the iOS platform. You're looking at some of the stats on online publicly available stats. It's about seven million dollars a month of revenue. So it, it's not chump change. It, it's mm. good revenue, and I think it's key that we you know it, it, at the very least it deserves a look. What, yes. Why is this driving it, and can we pull this back? Is it, a, is it a coincidence that a slot machine company has found synergy and success going into this gashapon game genre? I think the, the one thing that concerns me, that troubles me, that makes me stay up at night is that we actually don't know the definitive answer to that question. And mm. we should. And why is it that we not know that? But from an anecdotal point of view, as a gamer, and as somebody who you know kind of has worked in the in the gambling industry for uh, you know almost uh, two decades now, I certainly see the smarts for that. Because at the end of the day, what's you know a slot machine manufacturer? You're you're they're in the entertainment business, and they're creating entertainment. And where that should take you should be where the you know kind of offering what the customer wants, and enhancing that feature, taking what you what they think they want and giving them what you know they want. And I think, you know, by not limiting themselves to just slots or by not limiting themselves to what traditional gambling games are about and experimenting with some of these, these games, especially when, you know, they, they can be much more free-handed with these because they're not regulated gambling games, but yet there are a lot of the, a lot of the principles apply. Colors, graphics, you know, mm. character design, the music, the attraction can be actually used to feedback a lot of their, in terms of their slot machine designs too. Mm. And game dynamics as slot machines evolve, you know, what, what can we do on those interstitial games that slot machines now have that, that have, you know, managed to draw customers. I think a lot of these games at the very least provides valuable data to the game developers to be able to access in an open market, in an unregulated open market, to be able to do the experiments to see what customers are trending towards. And mm. I think you know, with these Gachapon games, it, it certainly fills that gap because they're chance-based games. And a lot of these players go in, you know, there are these sharks that know they can cash out. But I would say the vast majority of the players don't know all those tricks. They don't mm. know where they can go to sell their accounts, so they're just having fun, and they're, and they're putting just, a, they're putting a lot of money a lot just of to money. have fun. Yeah, exactly. The interesting thing that I I, I see today is that the, the right question to to be asking is why does this generation you know is is it really that this generation doesn't like pure chance games, or are the chance games that we used to play just not appealing to them anymore? That we just need to mm. change it up. Mm. Uh, and if you look at some of these Gashapon games, they are, they are pure chance. Uh, yeah, sure, there is a game, there is a skill element behind it, but you you know, like the game that, that we talked about earlier that, that Aristocrat has, you, know, you, you need to get those great characters. And sometimes the only way to get those great characters is to buy that crystal. Uh, you can't grind that stuff. You have to buy that crystal. And it doesn't guarantee you you get that character either. So you might not just be buying one crystal, you could be buying 10 crystals or 20 crystals or 50 crystals. That starts sounding like a slot machine to me. Just to kind of round this off, um, what would you say, if we were to take the learnings from Gashapon or we were to 
you know, really study the type of player that plays these Gashapon games. And we apply these learnings into slot machine design or the casino floor of the future. What do you expect the changes will be? I think some of the changes we've already seen happen slightly, you know, with the bigger screens and the more interesting graphics. I think what has yet to change is the dynamics of the game. We've, you know, so far, whether, you know, and, I, and I'm not clear whether it's, you know, restraints from regulations of how a slot machine must look like and how they have to behave. But in, in looking at some of these skill machines, I, I think there, there, there are certain dynamics. You know, it's like uh, Gameco has these games where, you know, you're, you're tossing a basketball, you're doing a first-person shooter. The, the reels are still spinning, but you don't see that happening. That's the content that I think we can learn to do better in, 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 you know, by looking at Gashapon games. Gashapon game design are, is not limited by what regulations allow them to do. So they start the equation by let's make the most entertaining game ever. So by looking at, by using them and seeing what people like from entertainment and what they're training people to like from entertainment, and that could be the, the, the more operating operative term here, we can now design better games that fit. Instead of designing games you know, that look like games from five years ago, we mm. should be designing games that look like games of today and maybe even you know, you know, do, do the, the cliche, uh, the, the, the hockey cliche that don't skate to the puck, don't chase after the puck, go to where the puck's going to be. And I think we can do that if we start looking at gaming trends today. Because you know, I, I think without a doubt, you know, slots or machines are still always going to be a good sort of floor space, you know, per square foot revenue for any, in, you know, for any physical brick and mortar. And if you're talking about, you know, online, it's still also easy because it's RNG based, right? But the entertainment value, how do we amp up the entertainment value? I think a lot of these games are showing the way and, and we need to learn from it. Mm. Well, fantastic conversation. Hi, uh, really appreciate the insight into these Gashapon games. I think definitely we need to be looking more at what makes them successful and do what we can to apply them to, the, to our gaming floor. Uh, so th thank you again. Hi. Thanks. Thanks, Felix. Thanks, Felix.